It's not like people sit around and say in uh, in Guadalajara, I got a great idea. Let's sell everything we have, give it to a coyote, take us across the border, leave us in the desert. The country doesn't want us. We don't speak the language. Won't that be fun? On Fox is Janine Pirro talking about soft on crime consequences. I mean, what what does that even mean, right? Um, so there's an alternate universe on some uh, coverage. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 171. Day 171, day 184, since Joey uh, told uh, Americans he'd never abandoned them, and he did. Uh, But, of course, he's turned the page. The mob and the media has turned the page. It's so sick. They just never talk about it, never bring it up. Abandoned Americans, abandoned even military family members, thousands of green card holders eligible to live in the U.S., and then tens of thousands of Afghan allies, and we know they're they're being dragged out of their homes, uh, either never to be seen or heard from again, or just killed right there in broad daylight in the streets. And and that's the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan that Joe Biden told us he had all the leverage on, and he's about to send what three hundred and five million in humanitarian aid. How about we get our hostages back? Get something for the money. Or no money until you release every American that wants to get out, every green card holder, every every Afghan that we want out, let them out. Then maybe we'll talk about giving you humanitarian aid, and then I wouldn't give them a penny until they gave us our military equipment back. Uh, anyway, glad you're with us. We have dual speech controversies out there. One, um, we continue our discussion about Joe Rogan, and the other with Whoopi Goldberg over at The View. Um, and I have consistent positions on both of them. Uh, I cannot believe, and I read this today, and I'm like, oh, no, Joe, what are you doing? Now, I think I figured out why he did it, but this is not a good idea. Joe Rogan apologized and pledged that he would have more balance on his program uh, moving forward, and, you know, because he was being accused... Most most of this exists in large part because when he got COVID, and I don't know what the obsession is of famous people, I have COVID. I'm like, why would you want to tell the world that you have COVID? Why, why do you want, why would you do that? That doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, Joe Rogan is the most listened to podcast in the country. I have no idea what his political leanings are at all. Um, to me, he does a show that is very stream of consciousness and as he's very good at it, and he just talks to different people. Um, there's a good column today um, by Piers Morgan in the in the New York Post. He he has a fierce curiosity, and he does. He's very, he's really good at it. And it's listen, it's a long form interview. Some of his interviews go on for like three hours with one person, and so it's like you're sitting at a bar, you're having a beer. In the case of Elon Musk, crack me up. He just lights up a joint in the studio and smokes away, but. That's that's how he runs his program, and people like it. 
Nobody can force you to watch the Joe Rogan experience or listen to the Joe Rogan experience. You got to choose to to watch. You don't have to watch or listen to anything. So he comes out and he pledges, all right, I'm going to be more balanced on the on the podcast. Why? Because rocking in the free world, you know, ex-hippie 60s rocker Neil Young and, and another has been old rocker Joni Mitchell are pulling their music from Spotify. I mean, no, because it's I'm telling Joe Rogan, you got to listen to me. I've been doing this 33 years, Joe. I've been on TV now my 26th year of Fox. Joe, they're never. it's never going to be enough. Now, here's my gut. What my gut tells me is that Joe likes his relationship with Spotify. He said it many, many times that they leave him alone. They let him do his show. He has a good partnership and a good relationship with them. And he probably feels a little guilty. Uh, I'm causing my partner's problems here. Let me let me let me see if I can throw a lifeline and make this go away. Well, within five minutes after making it go away, the next headline comes out. Joe Rogan shares false story on COVID COVID and ivermectin hours after it was corrected. You know, so there's two things that they seem to have gotten really mad at when he got COVID. He said that he and his doctor decided to throw everything at COVID. It, I, it might, correct me if my memory's wrong here, Linda, that they use monoclonal antibodies, HCQ, ivermectin, which is not horse dewormer, but I've never seen a study that on ivermectin and COVID. I've never seen one. Merck does not. There's a sanction, new one. Does, well, that's the different. That's the antiviral. But yes. they don't sanction it for off-label use for ivermectin. But I have seen the studies on HCQ that 84% of the time, it taken early, it mitigates some of the symptoms. But but certainly monoclonal antibodies are the gold standard of therapeutics that are out there and available. And the fact that we're not mass producing, in this case, the newer monoclonal antibody that was authorized in May, the GSK Sotrovimab, I don't know why, it's driving me nuts. There's no excuse for not having tests, not excuse for mass producing those no excuse for not mass producing antivirals and monoclonals. Anyway, back to Rogan. Um, so they threw everything at it. That was his decision with his doctor, and he shared it with his audience. My answer to it is, wow, I'm glad you're better, Joe. I'm glad I I don't even know Joe Rogan. I've never talked to him. I don't know Joe Rogan. I know he likes mixed martial arts, so that makes me kind of like him a more a lot more. But putting all of that aside. It's it, it, it has nothing to do with anything. He's telling his audience what he did. Why wouldn't people just be glad that he didn't become another statistic and we have another dead body from this insidious virus that was, you know, produced in this lab in Wuhan? And in part, I guess we paid for based on all the evidence that is built up to this point. Anyway, so then he interviews. The other thing that got mad at is Dr. Robert Malone. He's a world renowned physician. He is, without Robert Malone, he's one of the chief architects of the technology that led to the creation of mRNA vaccines. Without him, we probably wouldn't have the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccines that all these liberals love so much that want us to take again and again and a booster and a booster and a booster and then another one. So and but he has also been a critic and, and saying that it's being overused. That's his medical opinion. He's a doctor. Look, 
Just like you put a group of 15 doctors in a room, the odds of them agreeing on anything are probably pretty low. But this is what that's his opinion. You know, that's why I've been I refused on this program and resisted the push and the pressure to play doctor because I never went to medical school like Dr. Malone. Um, I never went. I never did an internship. I never did a residency. And I'm not knowledgeable enough to give one size fits all medicine out to people. Now, when I learn things from the medical professionals that we bring on this program or bring on Hannity, we share that information with you. That's that's what our job is. And I've been very, very careful in my wording. Do your research, factor in your unique medical history, your current condition, talk to your doctor, your doctors, and then you got to make your own choice on this stuff, be it treatment or the vaccine i think the debate over the vaccine is over everyone's kind of made up their mind uh now that we have breakthrough cases which started with the delta variant we have people now that are fully vaccinated and also have a booster they're getting covid we have people with natural immunity and vaccinated and they're still getting covid so it's not it's not a disease of the unvaccinated another lie fauci and and joe biden oh if you take if you if you if you Get the vaccine. You never you won't get you're protected. You won't get covid. How, how long did that work? Now, they, they everything changes. They got every single thing wrong. You want to talk about misinformation? Look at Fauci. Look at Biden. They've been wrong on everything regarding this running out of tests over Christmas. I mean, it's mind numbing to me, the level of incompetence, not manufacturing the monoclonal antibodies that have shown to be the most effective, the gold standard of therapeutics, not mass producing these antivirals, considering every doctor I've spoken to, I don't know a whole lot about them, swears by them. We'll ask Dr. Oz, who's coming up later in the program today. Anyway, so Dr. Malone has a different view than what, Dr. Fauci? Well, what's his track record on any of this? And this is where I get back to Rogan. Why, you know, why would you apologize for interviewing a medical doctor that played a big role in creating the technology that create that allowed for the creation of these new mRNA vaccines that all these critics of yours love so much. It makes no sense. Now, we've been doing this a long time, and I'm going to tell you something. As evidenced by this article that came out not long after he gave his apology, is Rogan shares a false story on COVID and ivermectin hours after it was corrected. I'm like, he, you're never going to win trying to placate the left. And I suspect that you probably were trying to be nice to your partners at Spotify. That's my guess. But let me say this. They're never going to on the left. All they're going to do is keep coming at you because they want you canceled and they want you fired. That's what their goal is. We've had millions and millions and millions of dollars, those of us in conservative talk radio and on Fox, used, spent to get me canceled, fired by people that just disagree with my opinion. It is a never-ending battle that they're, they're, you know, constant boycotts, constant attacks, constant, you know, misinformation that is sent out there. And by the way, if you look at the poll, the Monmouth poll I mentioned yesterday, 70 percent of Americans believe COVID is here to stay. It's time we get on with our lives without draconian mandates and restrictions. 
You know, if anyone is responsible for misinformation, you cannot not have that discussion about the NIH, the CDC, Walensky, Fauci, and Jen Psaki, Joe Biden, and Kamala Harris, because they've been wrong the whole time. You know, but unlike the left, you know, I we don't call for firings on this program. Now, Whoopi Goldberg made this statement that the Holocaust was not about race. And it turned into a huge, huge issue for her. Um, she apologized for saying it was not about race. And there was an immense backlash. You know, obviously, I, I know Whoopi Goldberg. I've known her for years. I haven't talked to her in a long time, but I know her. And I'm telling you right now, Whoopi Goldberg doesn't have a, an anti-Semitic bone in her body. And you, this, you're hearing this from probably the single most pro-Israel, one of the most single, one of the most pro-Israel hosts in the country. I just know her. I think she was inarticulate. I think she definitely could have thought through it. Obviously, she didn't understand the concept of a master race and six million Jews were slaughtered in the Holocaust and all of that is real. She just talked about it from the sense of evil and it's a lot deeper than that. And she fully apologized. Now, if it was a conservative that did this, I guarantee you the odds would be very high today that that conservative would likely be fired. We don't call for firings on this program. We don't call for boycotts on this program. I refuse to because you know what? That's going to come back and bite conservatives right back in the ass. And it's going to be used against us to silence our voices. If you don't like what somebody says on The View or on Joe Rogan's podcast or on the radio or TV, but not my show included, you don't have to listen and you don't have to watch. It's called liberty and freedom. It's time to embrace it and stop acting. You know, everybody's so affected and oh, the vapors and oh, I come so offended. Oh, my sensibilities are are oh shattered here. I can't believe what this person said. It's you know what? It's all BS. It's total Adam BS Schiff, if you know what I mean. It, the people feign their moral outrage all the time. Oh, Donald Trump's tweet so offended me. No, it didn't. You're just using it for political purposes. It's that simple. Boy, you're dying away in on this, aren't you? I can see. I'm you a really irritated. are. Just a little yeah. irritated. Not a lot. Just enough, you know? Just enough. enough. It's 3 o'clock. I'm, right, I'm going to we'll see how I weigh program. I'll get back to it. As we roll along, eight hundred nine four one. Sean, or not? What? What? I'm. I, you're, I'll give you time later in the program. If I was. I just. I told you. you know. You're just being too nice. You know. I mean, they would Why am never I being too give nice? you. They would never do this for you. There no, would they, never be. Oh, you mean me? Well, Whoopi apologized. First of all, the View in general would never give you an inch. No, I, I don't. The care. left I, in general but, would but never that's, give you but an that's, inch. But that should not be a factor in my strong belief. That cancel culture is is toxic and it's cancerous to our society and a whole principle of freedom of speech. I don't now, disagree look, with you. Everybody in their but... life, all have sinned and all have fallen short of the glory of God. Doesn't the good book say that? You go to a great church now, right? Pastor I Tim, I think is his name, uh, his name. Would, would appreciate my quote. Okay, so if we all fall short and then she says she's sorry and she seems sincere in her apology... Why don't why are people unwilling to accept it? Now I also see a double standard here too. I see they want to clobber Rogan 
because I guess they perceive him as more conservative. I don't really know. I don't think I don't know what his politics are, to be honest. He doesn't really do a political show. He's, He's an not equal doing opportunity politics. Hater. It's the best kind of politics. You know, you, All right, you, so, you, vote, you vote on issue. So, OK. And I've done this to what? Joy. Re- I can go through the list. Elmar. I can go through the list of everybody. Don Imus. You, go, you run through the list. This idea that people can't say that they're sorry and prove it over time and and really learn from the experience, um, I, I just think is insane. That's fine. I, mean, I, I just think it needs to be made clear that that same yeah, no, no, no. Hand, Th- that standard won't apply to me. 100%. I'm not. I'm fully aware of that. And you know, hopefully, I just don't screw up and mess it up. You will. But, we all do. They just won't forgive us like you we will. do them. Thanks a lot. I've survived. You're welcome. Thirty-three years, and you're you're predicting my demise on my own. Show. It doesn't mean you're not great. It means you're human. Sean gets the answers no one else does. America deserves to know the truth about Congress. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. You want to get really, really, really angry. You know, the transportation secretary is the ever so experienced former mayor of South Bend, Pete Buttigieg. Um, And he came up with this idea for infrastructure. And the infrastructure is he wants to put all over the country these what he's calling safety cameras that would literally the government would be would would have cameras all over the country and they would pick up your speed. And if you're speeding, then you're going to get a ticket. Now, let me tell you what this is really all about. For example, Chicago has more red light cameras than any other city in America. They have them in my town. If you have Waze uh, and you use any, you know, system like Waze, they usually tell you where they are, which is actually helpful. Um, But anyway, it's the rollout of this is just you've got to understand where they're coming from here, because these road safety cameras have been associated, by the way, with political corruption in recent years. But putting putting all of that aside, you know what this is? This is a play to get every American to pay more in taxes. You know the people that keep saying to you, oh, we're only going to raise taxes on the rich. What do you think is going to happen? Everybody that I know speeds. Everybody. And I speed a lot less than I used to. I haven't gotten pulled over in years and years and years and years because I actually am just a safer driver. I mean, if I have to text or if I have to make a phone call, I usually pull over if, if it's something that's important, but I try, but I try not to do any of that. I try to focus in. I put the radio channel on that I want to listen to, and then I go from there. And then I just take off and I focus on my driving, and I try and go to the speed limit. If the if like for example, you're driving on a highway and to keep up with traffic, everyone's going 65 in a 55 mile hour per zone. You just keep up with traffic. That I don't even really consider to be officially speeding. But could you imagine how much money that the poor, the middle class, who do you think is going to get hit with this the most? People that can't afford it. Now, by the way, very rich and wealthy people, a lot of them have drivers. 
And what, the drivers are now going to get hit with this tax? Probably maybe after you get so many tickets, do you get your license suspended for speeding? It's just all it is is a play for more money for the government. And it's another way to tax without calling it a tax because everybody's going to speed. And it's a little 1984-ish for me to have the government with cameras everywhere spying on us, looking at us. Maybe soon they'll be talking to us. Your speed is 10 miles over the hour. Slow down, slow down, slow down, you know. Uh, it's, it's like a, a sci-fi movie that turning the country into. Jen Psaki is offering so much proof that the Biden administration uh, really doesn't get what's going on with violence in the country. We've been talking about this, and people have not been listening to us. And we've been pointing out as often as we can that things have never been worse. And, you know, they're not going to get better either unless the American people just stand up and say that enough is enough. And at some point, you just got to recognize reality. Now, th these are the same people that themselves wouldn't even mention a word. They would do nothing to stop the rioting in 2020, in the summer of 2020. Four, 574 riots, dozens of dead Americans, billions in property damage, arson and looting. There's a story today. Right aids are closing left and right. You know why? Because of crime. They can't stay open. Here it is here. Michael Rappaport says uh, that Rite Aid is closing because of uh, shoplifters. New York actor, comedian Michael Rappaport posted an, another online video Sunday from his local Rite Aid Upper East Side in New York, this time saying the store is closing down because of incessant shoplifting. The guards don't stop them. And as long as you steal under in some cities and locations now under a thousand bucks, they're not going to stop you. And all, if you get caught, the only thing you're going to get is a ticket and you're going to pay a fine. I, this is just madness. You know, with all the talk about, oh, Donald Trump at his rally mentioned that he might pardon some of the people from the January 6th right at the Capitol. And, you know, where is the committee looking into the rioting and all the thousands of cops that were injured and the dozens of dead Americans and the billions in property damage? You know, that was the, the, the summer of love zone and what was happening in Portland every night and cities all across America and rocks and bricks and, and Molotov cocktails, you know, being thrown at police officers. We have all of this video. Is it, a, is it, if you don't prosecute people you have on videotape committing crimes, isn't that ostensibly the same thing as a pardon? Oh, nobody's outraged about that. Nobody, Democrats have pretty much been quiet. Kamala Harris supported the bail fund after the burning of the precinct in Minneapolis. She praised the LAPD when they started to, you know, d defund the police department out there. A lot, of, a lot of good. That's work for them. Um, but it's it's pretty unbelievable. But thousands of you know people in this country are being victims of crime every single day, and we're not lifting a finger to help them. We're not doing anything to help them. And the question is, why not? Because we have the ability, you know, if you're going to have those cameras out there, I'm pretty sure that you could probably use the cameras and find out all the people that are committing all the crimes because it wouldn't be that hard to figure out, would it? It's pretty unbelievable. You know, I'm, I'm watching all of this crime. I mean, we had breaking news last night. Inmates, two inmates believed to be MS-13 gang members, killed at a federal penitentiary in Beaumont. 
That resulted in a nationwide lockdown for the federal prison system. But it's getting worse all over the country. And no matter how many times, how many places, how many ways you point this out, the Fraternal Order of Police, you know, they put out a statement, Jen Psaki, suggesting that violent crime in our country is of no concern and just laughing it off. She may be safe in the White House, one of the most protected buildings in the U.S., but not everyone feels safe. And they're right, by the way. You know, we have what? All the riots in the summer of 2020, nobody's investigating, no commission, no committee. If you look at the FBI numbers, intentional police killings have reached a 20-year high. Can somebody tell Jen Psaki and Joe Biden? Uh, by the way, 346 officers shot in the line of duty in 2021 alone. Ask yourself, can you name one of them? Ambush-style attacks against cops are up 115% over a record year in 2020. And over 500% increase in carjackings in big cities. Joe Biden, is he going to deny this reality? This is the defund, dismantle, no bail movement. They're responsible for all of this madness. When you have all these people on video committing all these crimes in the summer of 2020, and they're out there rioting, and they never are held accountable, what do you think they're going to do? Just like if you let people walk out of stores with 950 bucks worth of stuff and you can only write them a ticket, well, that's a problem. You know, it's just appalling. You know, just like, oh, we don't have to COVID test people at the border because they're not going to be here long anyway. Yeah, they're not going to be there long because you're going to fly them with preferential treatment, no COVID test, no vaccine mandate to other parts of the country. By the way, this was in Rasmussen. I was kind of surprised by this. 50% of likely voters support the impeachment of Biden. I find that kind of hard. hard. That might be, uh, well, watch it, but I, I'm, I'm surprised it's that high That's already. I guess people know that he's not up to the job. Um, I like Marsha Blackburn. She's called for the release of the transcript of talks between Biden and China on COVID origins. And I'd also like the tape of Biden and the president of Ukraine. They Democrats demanded the tapes be released to Donald Trump and the president of Ukraine. Why don't we get those out? I have bad news on the economy. Shouldn't shock you. Four million Americans now have quit their jobs in December. I guess Joe Biden is boasting about the economy, saying it's never been better since he started running the show a year ago. I guess nobody told him about this number. Four point three million people quit or changed jobs in December, down from last month's all time high but still near record levels as the labor market remains unsettled. None of this is good for anybody. Biden also, he's doubling down on stupid when it comes to energy, the single best thing that we could do to stop inflation, because everything we buy and every store we go to has to get there with a the truck. They pay more for the diesel fuel. You pay more for the items you buy. It's that simple. On top of paying more to fill up your tank and heat and cool your home. Anyway, Biden administration officials are now starting a crackdown on power plant pollution, aiming to shift the nation's electricity supply to a cleaner energy in the face of congressional resistance and a Supreme Court that could limit the federal government's ability to tighten public health standards. Okay, now we're going to pay more for our electricity bills on top of the energy crisis that Joe created? How many of you can afford all of this? You know, the Penn Wharton study was pretty clear that the average household... Is paying up to $5,000 in Biden's inflation tax. January's jobs report, I assume this was leaked 
by the administration because economists are projecting the U.S. economy is only going to add 178,000 jobs. Um, that would be a decline from the meager 199,000 jobs added in December, which fell well short of expectations. I think they're they're now trying to lower expectations to say, oh, we exceeded expectations. We did better than we thought we were going to do. Um, but anyway, they're bracing the White House, another article about this for omicron job numbers that aren't going to be good by the way if you care about the super bowl well there was a study and it shows that your food costs are going to go up 14 percent more this year as inflation hits art laffer very smart guy former reagan economist issuing a pretty dire warning for the u.s economy as a whole arguing that it is tipping into a slowdown recession in 2023 is plausible uh i think it's beyond plausible he argued inflation is not under control it's not he noted he's quite concerned about the next 12 months for the economy he should be he was on with maria bartiromo who has a great show on fox business um and he went on to say that the inflation spike largely surging energy costs which rose you know nearly 50 percent from last year well what have i said it's the lifeblood of the world's economy, and we now artificially reduce the supply. And by cutting back and appeasing these new Green Deal lunatics, and how did that work out? By the way, now they're about to run out of money again, and Chucky e. Schumer is trying to apply pressure to make an annual government spending legislation. By the way, the, the economic year for your government starts in October. By the way, in case you don't know it, today is February 1st. Uh, Mansion has had to hire detail, security detail, amid threats and, and protests. That's not good. The squad Democrats silent on police funding as crime continues to rise in major cities. I, I don't expect that they're going to come out and say, oh, we were wrong. AOC is now blaming corporations for price gouging, and that's what's fueling inflation. No, the cost of production goes up because the cost of energy is high because of your Green New Deal, and we're all paying more for everything that we have. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. On the COVID front today, uh, in Denver, the mayor announced the end of the city's vaccine mandate, saying that Omicron has run out of fuel. Um, somebody might want to tell them that another Omicron variant that is apparently more contagious than the previous one is is in this country already and spreading pretty quickly. Denmark announced they're ending most of their COVID restrictions. Um, oh, as it relates to the truckers that are, you know, this this Freedom Convoy, um, they have a fund, and apparently it's approaching $10 million, more than the country's political parties combined raised last quarter. It's a GoFundMe page supporting the Freedom Convoy of Canadian truckers. I mean, it's amazing. They're actually bringing in fuel so that these guys can sleep in their trucks every night because they're running out of fuel. You have to run the truck to get the fuel inside the cab. I've been inside the cab of one of these 18-wheelers. They're actually pretty cool. You get a nice bed. You have a refrigerator. You can even cook in there if you have a little stove. And, you know, you can stock it with whatever you want in your refrigerator. You have a, Some of the, the trucks have pretty big-sized TVs. I mean, it's not the life I would want to live. I think it's a very hard life and a tough job. But everything we have, we have to thank a trucker for getting to the store that we go to to buy it. It's uh, pretty fascinating. We'll get back to all of this. 
You look, you, you're just, you're chomping at the bit. I can see it in your eyes. You're just dying to get back to. I'm trying. I'm, I'm doing my best here. I'm going to wait patiently, which is not my strong suit. All right, Dr. Oz, when we get back, and then after Dr. Oz, I'll let you talk about it. I'll let you scratch the itch, whatever you want to say, that apparently I've said that has annoyed you about this. All right, then. I have been, you've worked for me for 17 years. Have I not been consistent? I don't support boycotts and firings. Have I not been consistent? You've always. I always say I believe in second chances. We've all sinned and fallen short. I mean, hell, you're support of third and fourth chances sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Drives me insane. Sometimes I've given you at least a dozen chances. What are you talking about? First of all, that is fake news, okay? (laughs) That is totally fake news.